Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me today... Gator. I would say as always, but you've been missing more than you've been saying. Dude, I've been busy. <laughs> I'm just saying. You've been, I've been actual you've been working. MIA quite a bit and lately. And I know there's going to be at least one more at coming least, up. At least. At least one more coming up. we got to get through football and cross country and all that. Nobody cares. Yeah, they do. They care if I don't run it. <laughs> <clears throat> you may be in a school district. Nobody cares nobody about their cares. sports, but they do in mind. Nobody cares. Well, anyway. We are coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here at Top Shooters, and we are going to be cracking open the October My Monthly Cigars box. It's right here. uh, It is right here. Should Um, I break my bow with a seal of freshness? Let's go ahead and break the seals and do what we need to do to find out what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Show you in the box. Who's in the box? What's in the box? All right. Seems late this month. You know... Thought you weren't gonna say anything. <laughs> I mean, come on, we gotta keep it real. Shipping issues. Nick or? has been having shipping issues, and he has been alerting his people about said shipping issues, and it's just one of those things. Okay, we all know that we're living in a day and age of supply chain issues and the supply and demand. Yeah. Things. Hey, I would like to point out though. What's that? Did you happen to look inside your box and see that in this month's box there's a fancy cigar pulpit sticker? Ooh, cigar pulpit sticker so yeah so i didn't, did, I didn't get did, one you did, you didn't get one no oh i, did. I was <laughs> gonna say i'm like, <laughs> just I'm like wait you. a minute i'm like that's awesome I i'm know. actually short on a couple of those i got some friends that want them so that's perfect i mean it's not like you couldn't have asked me for them or anything you kind of hoard them i i really don't yeah i mean they're hard to come by if you would like one all you, you always have, charge me all you have to do is ask you charge me eight dollars a piece for those i do not i mean I, I learned to quit asking all you have to do is ask that's what anyway. he says all right well let's find out what's in the box so i have what's the in the box fancy, oh wait fancy, we did that i have the fancy fancy card here the uh bison a, musk special f it would be the buffalo trace oh buffalo trace <laughs> special f it's a figurado it's a six by sixty Featuring sun-grown Sumatra wrapper, uh, not available, but yet aged six-month binder. Um, oh, it was aged six-month in a Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel. And then it has filler from Nicaragua and Dominican. The Balsia. Bahia? Looks like Balsia. Bahia Blue? Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> Bahia Blue. It's a 6.2 by 54 torpedo. With a Corojo wrapper, non-existent binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And there's a little asterisk, and it says uh, Esteli, Jalapa, and Leon. So I'm assuming you can really taste those the areas of Nicaragua. Okay, La Perla Habana 1515. Yeah, it is the La Perla Habana 1515. It's 6x50 Toro with an Ecuadorian Habano uh, wrapper, Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and Nicaraguan Cuban seed filler. And that uh, filler apparently also comes from Esteli, Condega, and Jalapa. Ooh, you can really taste the Esteli. Thank you. And last up, we have the RuPaul. It's the Rocky Patel Unico. I've had a hard time with this box. It's a 6x52 Toro with Honduran uh, Yamastran wrapper, Dominican binder, and Honduran Lajero filler. 
apparently it's coming from uh, Yamastron and uh, Tal- Talanga Valley. I don't know. But I, it, I do know it was made on May 28th, 2011. Okay. Did you read the band? Is yeah, that how you show that prep out? from the band. Okay. Well, anyway, so that's that's the options here. Okay. Um, what are we? Uh, what are we going for? I don't know. But uh, it's I I think it's Bishop's choice today. I mean, I'm fine with doing the Rocky Patel if you'd like to do that. I can do that. It was the first one I grabbed out of the package, so you know. It still looks like balsa. It's bahia. It's Balsia? It's B-A-H I A. That's an H? It's an H. Looks like an L S. It's an H. Oh. Looks like B A L A. You know, this is why they teach cursive in schools because apparently grown ass adults can't even read it. <laughs> so just fonts are important. Fonts are important. Fonts are important. Very important. Anyway. Alright, well, while we uh Prep the cigars here. I am going to get a photo. Ooh, it smells for good. The, uh, Very tobacco-y. For the... Um, socials? Socials there. Notice I took mine out of the cellophane, because people are dogging on me about the cellophane. I mean... God forbid I have a bit. Thanks, guys. It is really obnoxious the way you do that, though. <laughs> and in all fairness, it's been, you know, obnoxious for See, three years now. See, I think now. the silent majority really likes it. I... <laughs> You could say that, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, why don't we go ahead and prep to cut the cigars? And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan, Dan the Cigar Man. He has been so excited lately because he has gotten in the rare pinks from Arturo Fuente. I've had a few rare pinks in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, he's got them in a couple different sizes. and uh, Never smoked one, though. Anyway, um, you can uh, you can get them. I know uh, we had a number of people that were doing the mail order, and Cindy was prepping those out the other day. So if That's you're awesome. in the St. Louis area and you swing by, you can pick up some of the uh, Arturo Fuente Rare Pink cigars, or you can always call up to the shop and uh, get a box uh, sent to you right away. What's the what's the big what's what's driving this? What's like the big force behind it? What's different about these? They're rare. And pink. And pink. Okay. And I guess a portion goes to, like, a charity, I think. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure that, like, there's some sort of... That's char- why I like, is it 300 hands? attachment, something. Yeah. Is it 200 or 300? 300. Okay, because I thought they added more hands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can really taste the extra hands. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, these do not taste like rare pink. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know why... Well, I mean, I know, but I've never smoked it. I mean, I haven't smoked it yet either. I'm just guessing. It smells I, very cigar-y. I can't imagine that these cigars taste like rare pink. But anyway. Um, Is it time to cut? Yeah, it's time that we go ahead and Thank cut. Thank you, it's Dan. Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and uh, cut the cigar. There you go. I'm just, I am just. I need to borrow your cutter. Wandered off down your the road. You did, talking actually. Talking about rare pink there. Yeah. Anyway. Um. You know what I can't stand? Yeah, I'm going to... You know what I can't stand? What's that? The cellophane just laying here. Stop it. Just stop it. Here. Here's the cutter. Just use the cutter. Give me that. Use the cutter. I just couldn't take it. Use the cutter. What is that? ASMR? Is that it? 
Very soothing. ASMR is very soothing, soothing and relaxing. That's soothing to me. That is not soothing and relaxing to anybody. That's obnoxious. I like it. No, that's not soothing. I like it. I did. I'm going to do the cross cut. Oh, you I, did a straight, didn't you? I did do a straight cut. Um, I did use an ASMR video that I found on YouTube uh, the other day. So my son was over for the weekend, and... Uh, he was chilling on the couch, and he was being a little restless and whatnot. You'll have that. So I just threw on this like ASMR video on the TV of this woman doing stuff, you know, with the microphone, and uh, it worked like a charm. He that's passed, awesome. He passed right the hell out. <laughs> so I had that. Going I've, for I've me. started listening to sleep hypnosis like videos. To I know go to we've sleep talked to. about yeah. that, and I believe that the guy's probably like telling you to write checks to him. Satan is good. You Satan know? is your pal. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> What movie is that from? I I know. No, I don't know. Uh, maybe one of the best comedic horror movies ever made. Okay. You don't know it, do you? No. The Burbs. Okay. That's how they get in there. Satan is good. Satan is your pal. Nothing. The Clopex live next door. There's a dried fruit component. You always say dried cherry. I'm going to say dried cherry this time. There is a dried cherry. Almost cognac-y component to this almost uh, like a cognac <clears throat> like a fruity liquor patel liqueur unica as it were so the rocky patel eunuch is that what you unica. said oh you unica unica no it's it's u-n-i-c-a let's do the cold retro unica. i don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. slight mustiness and the dried cherry i'm going with a cherry liqueur, like a like a cognac-y type flavor. It's really good. Okay. So last night, I had a really bad day. And you know this. I had, I had a lot of work to do. I got it done. I got home, and I was somewhat jittery. And I don't often do this. But I poured myself a beverage, an adult beverage. Now, you know what I had? Di Serrano. Not a very adult beverage. I mean, it technically I mean, it's, is. It's liquor. It's not. It's a liqueur. It's, yeah, it's. I, I didn't. I wasn't shooting shots of bourbon. You know, which, say, by the way, if you're going to do that, try it with a pickleback. You'll thank me. You weren't going hard, but yeah. Whatever. No, but I wanted. I needed a drink. Okay. And you know that I don't. I don't drink a lot, but I needed a drink last night. So I make. I make like a double. It's. It, it was a pretty. I mean, even for Di Serrano, it was a heavy pour, and luckily. Thank God, because I had these real expensive maraschino cherries. worse than getting drunk on Di Serrano. No, no. <laughs> you don't know where I'm going. I don't. I haven't told you about this. I don't. So luckily, I have these maraschino cherries that I got at Total Wine. And they're the, like, dark. They're the actual ones. They're not the... The Luxardo ones? Yes. The those real... fucking expensive, yes. dude. And I almost... Why did you buy those cherries? Because I like them. The other ones have high fructose corn syrup in them. So, How much did you pay for that bottle of cherries? Where that's neither here nor there. So How I've had, But I've had them for a while. Dude, those are expensive yeah, cherries. I know they are. Anyway, they're in my fridge. I, I'll give you one next time we're down. To the Googles? Oh, my God. I want to find this Why out. are you stuck on this? But anyway, so... Thank God I did not put one of those cherries because they're real dark red. You know what I'm talking about. The Luxardo yeah. original maraschino cherries. Yeah. Yeah. What makes them so special? Packed with real fruit flavor. Blah, blah, blah. They, they are, are indeed. Artificial coloring. 
texture. Why are you diverting from my story? I'm wanting to know about these damn cherries. You're, I mean, you digress. I mean, dude. This yes, they're expensive. I have a jar of them in my fridge. I don't use them very often. I didn't use them last night. Thank God. Can I explain why now? This jar on Amazon is 23 bucks. Anyway. Okay. So, thank you. Fucking cherries. But they're so good. See what total ones charge. Oh, my God. Anyway, God, he's so obsessed with this. So, (laughs) thank God I did not put one of these cherries in the DeSerono because it was bad enough without it. It would have been. Those are $24 cherries. It would have been catastrophic. 14 ounce bottle for freaking $24. Jesus, you're focused on the wrong thing. Did they give you a handy J when you bought them? Because, like, I'm sorry, but if I'm buying a bottle of cherries and I'm paying $24, I at least expect for the person to, like, you know, God, I know what it's like to be you now (laughs) and trying to get a story out and just. I'm focused on the wrong thing with I you mean, all the time. I know exactly what it's like now. This is God like, damn. I mean, this is exhausting. How do you put up with me? I don't know. Because like, you're being me right now. <laughs> and I don't like it one bit. Well, there you go. Lesson learned. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. Your $24 cherries. I like them. So, anyway, thank God I didn't use one. Because my cat got the Zoomies. And I've got my DiSerono sitting on the coffee table. I've, I've even got it on one of the little, like, like stone coasters we Did have. Did your cat knock off your drink? I look over. He does the zoomies, runs up onto the duvet or whatever, whatever the fuck it is across the look room. Look at how fancy he is. He's got $24 cherries and a duvet. And a cat. So, anyway. Uh, crazy people have cats. It jumps up on the duvet, and then it turns around, looks at me. It's back stall arched. It's tails puffed up. He's got the zoomies. He's working out some energy. And I go... Charlie, come here, Charlie. And I bang on the table twice. Well, that's on you. And he makes a goddamn beeline, jumps onto the table, skids across it, and takes out my DiSerono all over the couch and the floor. That's on you. You lured him over. I did. No, it was my fault, and I could not blame him. 100% your fault. He hit it. He hit it like a NASCAR driver going into the wall. Just bam, and there goes the DiSerono. Yep. So... I was then tasked with trying to clean it up so Kristen wouldn't notice this morning when she got up that her couch had been liquored. So I, I got soapy water, and I scrubbed the floor, and I scrubbed the couch. Isn't that stuff red? It's not red. Or brownish? It's brownish, and thank God, because the carpet and the couch are both brown. Okay. Thank God. So I get it all scrubbed up, and I think I did a pretty good job. Except the whole room smells like cherry liqueur. It does. So I get up this morning and I go in and I turn the TV on because I'm waiting for you and I'm I'm I've got a little time to you know watch Charmed or something, and which I like Charmed. So you just like looking at the THO boobies, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rose McGowan back in the day. Dear God, God, and Alyssa Milano yeah, too. You start sounding like uh, Harvey Weinstein talking about Rose McGowan. Yeah, like you, yeah, you gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not good. Anyway, so anyway, I haven't even lit up yet. So I've been anyway. Wondering. But anyway, um, I laid down and I noticed the coffee table, the top of the coffee table I wiped off, but I forgot the second, like the foot level, like, yeah, the secondary shelf just covered in like what is now congealed DeSerono drops nice. everywhere. Nice. And I know Kristen, I had to have seen this morning. I thought, what the fuck <laughs> is that? Because everywhere else was cleaned up except for that. So it took me a good 15 minutes Cause like I had to get it, I had to, to get it to dissolve again so I could clean it up. Yeah, yeah, it was a mess. 
But that well, cat, man, go. that cat attacked that DiSerono like out of nowhere. Except okay. I called it over. So, yeah. So, yeah. That was my DiSerono story. So but if I put if I put those goddamn cherries in it as dark red as they are, it there would have it would have looked like a crime scene in there. Yeah. Let me light up. And you would have wasted $24 cherries. Well, they're not $24 a piece. The bottle's it's a $24. Jar. Yeah, it's a jar of them. They're yeah. really uber so good. So they're like maybe like what? Like how many cherries do you think are in that jar? They're 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 like the cocaine equivalent of cherries. They're very good. Are you talking like 50 cherries in the jar? Well, maybe a dozen. Maybe 18. Seriously? There's, there's not, not a even lot. 24? It's not that big a jar. You're not even freaking getting... Uh, no, because they're uh, one big cherry cherries for every dollar. They're big cherries. So you're paying more than a dollar per cherry. It's probably a dollar a cherry. Oh, yeah. my. No, it can't. I mean, that'd be 24 cherries. It might be two dollars a cherry. There's not 12 cherries in that jar. I don't know. I didn't count. Oh, let's buy one and no. open it up. And no, count I'm not dumb enough to spend twenty four dollars on cherries. They're really good. I don't care. The only way I'm t- I, I've told you the only way I'm spending twenty four dollars on cherries is if there's some sort of like, you know, at least minor sex act that comes along with it. I don't want you sticking your dick in my cherry I'm jar. I'm not sticking my dick in the cherry jar. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. No. Anyway. So I do have something I want to talk about with you after we get lit up here. Or I get lit up, excuse me. And we give our thoughts on the cigar. Okay. It feels like it's struggling to stay lit. Want liar? It's going to be hot. Oh, fuck. It is hot. I warned you. You may have to pull the cord on that fan. We're going to need some air movement. Or I'm going to be choked the whole time we're doing this. I don't think that's the right cord. There it goes. Okay. That might help. Okay. So I learned something about you the other day that I want to talk about. Okay. Let's give our thoughts on the cigar, and then we'll go into that. I'm having trouble keeping it lit, but otherwise. So far. Oh, God. That's cold. I have no issue with that at all. At least it's pulling the smoke away from me, so I'm glad it's on. So Nick and I went out to eat the other day. I like the cigar. Did you do a retro? I did. Oh, let me do one. There's a little pepper on the retro. It's more just kind of... It's beefy. Ooh. Oh, wow. No. It's a beefy retro. No, you're right. Boy, that stung the nostrils. Yep. No, it's beefy retro. Like, I felt that when I I sucked that up into my sinus cavity, Mm -hmm. I felt the pepper hit me. Woo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually a real thing. That's a beefy retro. That really is. The, The cigar... Kind of surprised me there. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I don't know what it is about this. So Nick and I go out to eat. Lit. Yeah. And we get done. We go to Pasta House in St. Louis, which he hates. I love. I like the Pasta House. There's worked... so many better pasta places. Well, of places course there are, St. but St. there weren't any There's close. infinitely better pasta places in St. Louis. And you always insist on going to Pasta House, which is maybe. I like their food and their salad. It's, it's a level above Fazoli's, for God's sakes. That's real Italian real fast. No, that's real Italian real fast. There's a difference between Italian and Italian. <laughs> Italian is what, you know, any redneck's going to be like, I like spaghetti. You I know, do like and all spaghetti. That. And like, but I like, bet you put ketchup on spaghetti just like your fish. No, I don't actually. I'm very particular about my Italian food. Mm. Okay, there's some some kind of food you care about mm-hmm. then. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. So we go to Pasta House, and it was actually really good. Like in all fairness, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. 
the place that you and I have taken people to after pulpit or after the Riverman event. Yeah. The last two years. Yeah. The people there are wonderfully nice. They are. The food is subpar. It is. It is not my favorite place. But it's and the one we can get reservations that's in the last problem minute. problem is that you and I keep going last minute and trying mm-hmm. to get a reservation. We should try and book that a little earlier. I don't so hate that the we food can do there. That. I don't hate it, but it's not great. No. It's nothing to write home about. It's, it's on the hill. And, and in all yeah. fairness, the thing I had this year was really bland. Like, it just was bleh, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, well, Joe, cares. Joe got that. What? Why are you blowing my cigar? Blowing at me. God, that was. I, I felt your breath on my hand. Anyway, God, that was disturbing. Now I got cooties on my cigar. Anyway, so no, Joe had that. What did he get? Uh, I don't know. Oh, the Alfredo or whatever, and it was soupy. Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like now, mine was really good. You, what you, I had. You have this habit of like getting us to like Italian places that. Really Why do you blame greatest. me? You could have booked a place, but you didn't. I didn't know this how many people. Me. I didn't know how many people we had. Look at the camera and say that. I didn't know how many people we had. God, you're. I can not see until, you. Lying. Not until I mean, it was that day that I we can knew see how many, on your face. You're lying. We knew how how many that day, but that day is too late. Well, I you cannot make a reservation at the hill. Well, on a Saturday, wouldn't, why wouldn't you just make a reservation for eight, and then if we had six, we had six. Logic. Where the fuck were you with this idea of the, the time? Where were you? How with have this you never idea thought of, of this before? I haven't. That's what you do. That's what's causing my. What's that? Oh, you got a little hole going on? I got a void. Mine's, gotta, mine's gotta, doing well. I got a tobacco void going on. Well, I don't have that. So hopefully you get past it quick because I don't want to hear you bitch the whole show. I would say, yeah, I don't want to. Don't so we're at Pasta House. And mm-hmm. we get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And. Nick asks for a to-go box because he's not done with his. I ate all of mine. That was a mistake, by the way, because I was uber full. Yeah. Um, I should have saved part of it, but I knew we weren't going straight home, and I knew that it was too hot out for the food to stay good. Okay. And I look at Nick after he asked for the to-go box, and I said, Nick, why are you getting a to-go box, man? We're not going anywhere. We can, like, refrigerate that. And your answer was, go ahead. Tell everybody. I want, I want them to hear it. My answer was that it didn't matter because I was just going to throw it away when I got home anyway. So why do you take it home? Because I don't want to be the guy that wastes food, or at least is known to be wasting food. And so I feel like it's disrespectful to leave a whole bunch of food on my plate at the restaurant because I feel like the waiter and waitress is going to be like, he only ate like half of that. And, you know, whatnot. And so I take the to-go box and then when I get home, I typically throw it away. What happened to you as I'm a not child? A le- I'm not a leftover Something person. happened to you as a child, No, didn't it? I'm just not a leftover person. I mean, you know. Were look, you abandoned, like, in, in a cave with wolves or something? By and large, I don't do leftovers. Was there an uncle that was a little too friendly? No. I just don't do leftovers. Then why take them home? Because I don't want them. You did go to Catholic school. Was there an issue with a priest? Them. No, you dumb bastard. I just don't want people, like, you know. I just don't want. I, I don't know. I what does it matter? I don't, want to be, I don't know. It's, You're it's, throwing it away either way. But they don't know that I threw it away. They think I took it home and enjoyed the rest of it. God knows. I don't think God cares. God, oh, you don't think God cares about you wasting food? Well, I mean, there are people starving in this world, Nick. 
Well, they can. I, which, by the way, I'll was a box really, it up and ship it to them. Was I don't a know. really fucked up thing that happened to us as kids, and I don't know if it was your generation as much as mine because I am ten years older than you. Them telling us to clean our plate, and there's kids in Africa dying, and I get that that that's all true. I didn't really have the, that problem. Them that teaching us to clear our plate is what's caused a lot of our obesity to this day. I really didn't have that problem as much. I will say the thing that. I remember growing up, it was always as, you know, at least eat your meat. <laughs> the finishing of the protein was <laughs> I, I, the most important thing. Uh-huh. You know, just stop it. We're talking, for God's sakes, we're talking about parents and things like I that. I was here. letting it go. You know? I was letting no, it go. No, you weren't. You were sitting there cackling like a dumbass. You know? You had to eat your meat and get your protein. I get it. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway. <laughs> you know. Do you have it any- was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> okay. You just gave up. Was that was that your white flag? No. Mm-hmm. That was it. So anyway. Are yes. there any other so no. of these little idiosyncrasies I haven't run across yet? I don't know. Because that's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen anyone do. What? Take home a to-go box and throw it away? Well, it's one thing if you take it home and you forget it in your car. Or you take it home and you're like, oh, you know, it really wasn't as good as I thought. It's not sitting as well. I'm not going to eat the rest of it. But to purposely take it home, to throw it, it's almost like the anal retentive chef on Saturday Night Live, where you have to, like, package your refuse in a certain way. That's your borderline anal retentive chef. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I just... Is uh, this a thing you do often? Yes. Look at all the to-go containers you're wasting. I will eat leftover pizza. Well, who doesn't? Um, I'll eat good leftover pasta. That pasta that I had that day was not good. You had a bacon issue with yours. It, it was, was very bacony. It was too bacony. It was like a breakfast pasta. They put way too much. It smelled of bacon. It like, was, and I'm it sorry, was but like, bacon intense. But like my carbonara should not like exclusively smell of bacon. Like it was an intense bacon smell. Yeah. And, now, and flavor. So it was too much bacon. I think I've talked about this on here before. I actually used to work at Pasta House. Yes, you have. In between newspaper jobs and stuff. Yeah. And I did a few months there and really enjoyed it. It was a fun job. The kitchen's uber clean, at least the one I worked at in South County, St. Louis. But I do this little trick when I'm there, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. So if I have indulged me, I, I'm old and I can't remember. You're blowing your smoke right at me. It's just going that way. I'm not blowing it right at you. It's yeah. just going that way. So I don't mean to. But yet it's sitting right there, coming right at me. Could you just I maybe mean, move it? I, there you go. What am I going to do? Hold it up to the fan. No. I'm having enough trouble keeping it lit. Yeah, I'm going to hold it up to a fan. I do this little trick when I go. <coughs> God, I can't breathe. <coughs> I really can't. Well, I don't know what to do about that, Could you turn Jeffrey? the fan down? It no, seems lower. the fan is literally. Could you oscillate it? I don't know what it's doing. Yeah, oscillate it. It's the pull the other cord. That'll oscillate. It should. I don't know what it's doing. It's not doing anything. What have you done? I don't know. It's not oscillating. Why is it not oscillating? I think you just turned it off. Oh, I thought I, it's just on a swing. It's riveting, I don't know. riveting it, television. It really, truly doesn't matter, Could you Jeff. turn it this no, way just a little bit? I can't. There you go. Oh, perfect. Look at you. That worked. Okay. God. Now I can breathe. You're such a fucking <sighs> diva. So I do this little trick when I'm there at the pasta house because I know the tricks. At least I used to. It's been a long time. 
but I'm assuming things haven't changed that much. That hole just keeps on drilling down. Oh, my God. You're just going to be <laughs> such a bitch about this. So anyways. I don't like tobacco voids. Guys, I, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but like, how many of you are experiencing this in cigars lately to where you get these like voids, these like pit, like <sighs> these pits going down the center of your cigar? It's like, Why did I get the one that smokes well? Because I'll sit there and take it. It kills the draw. You should have had this. It, Do you want to trade? No, absolutely not. Here, I'll wipe it, it off. It kills the draw. It just absolutely. No, I don't want your god slobber stick. So anyway, I do this little trick when I'm there and I eat. Because I know all the, like, nicknames, like the, the kitchen names for the food. Mm-hmm. So when I order, I always order using those or the specialty names for the dishes or whatever it might be. Because I want them to think I'm a secret shopper because they give me better service. But they look at you and realize you're just homeless. No, that's if you were a secret shopper, that's what they'd want you to look like. Homeless? They want you to look like someone unassuming. But you don't then look you, unassuming. You just look homeless. You walk in and you, instead of asking for the, uh, you know, the the chicken parmesan, you say the chicken parm. I always say chicken parm. Chicken parm. I say chicken parm all the time. Why are we even talking about it? Uh, oh, the God. you know, just like the pasta that I had, you know, the. So in other words, shorten everything to sound you, like you a douchebag, and that gets you well, like. But you have to know that that's what they call it in the, in the you know kitchen and all. But, uh, like, I did the, what was mine? What did I get? Do you remember what I got? No, I don't remember. I don't even remember what. I, I barely remembered what I got until you brought it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, the bacon the thing. The bacon. The baconator. So, anyway. And the other thing I like to ask for is I always get hot sauce with the bread. Because they have really bowl, good. The monkey bowl. It is a monkey bowl. <laughs> but but only people that are in the kitchen know that it's called that. So, you put out those little, tr- those little hints. Uh-huh. I think you get better service because they think you're a secret chopper. Anyway. Follow me for more pro tips. All right. Well, um, this has been riveting. So before we get into Ask the Boys, uh, what are your thoughts on the Rocky Why do you have me on the show just to hate on me? Unica. I don't know. I'm not hating on you. I just, you know, it's like we're talking about. I like my cigar. I'm enjoying the cigar. I'm glad. You you are not. No, the draw is is a problem. I have this, this, like, tunneling issue. That's causing the draw to be bad. I will say the the flavor that I am getting off of it, it's kind of a nice earthy spicy kind of thing it going is. on with it. It is. And so I think that. Like had, a baking spice. Had yeah. this not, you know, hopefully once I get past this hole on it, um, you know, hopefully in the back half of it, I can really enjoy it because it does seem like a cigar that I would be enjoying. Yeah. It's a little meaty for my taste, especially that retro hill. That retro hill was intense. Mm-hmm. Want to try another one? Mm-hmm. You're not, you don't know if you're up to it, do you? I'm trying to get the damn thing going again. It's like I haven't time. had any issues with mine. Just, You've I, just had a run of bad cigars lately. I have. Okay. Oh, God. Yep. Still a nice, beefy, spicy oh, yeah. retrohale that lingers in the nostrils for quite yeah. some time. It's oh. a burn. Oh, it does burn. All right. Well, let's mm. go ahead and jump into... Uh, Ask the boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question. You, you got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's, Let's get, get it on. on. So, okay, guys, it is time for Ask the Boys, where we answer your listener calls, questions, concerns, whatever. 
And uh, you can get those in by calling the hotline. And area code 863. How come only that's orange and that one's not? That one's always only orange. Is it? Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure you didn't leave me hanging. No, you're fine. Because uh, that would suck. Area code 863-874-0000. Is that and the Ask the Boys hotline? It is. Okay. And I will point out, we do have a number of calls. So, oh, you good. Know, you do guys, we, hey, do we have any of the uh, ghost stories? I don't know, Jeff, I hope so. because I, I don't review the calls. I'm so excited before. about those. I don't review the calls beforehand, so I'm just I'm just putting it out there that okay. there might be. I don't know, but why don't we listen to the first call? Let's do it. Okay. Hi, guys. It's Thick Smoke Ryan. What's up, Brian? Hey, so, Ryan. After thinking about it, I realized I do have a ghost story to tell you. Good. Although probably not a spooky one, but it's the best I got. Anyway, a couple weeks after my dad passed away, I was just sitting at home by myself, minding my own business, when I began to smell something. It was honestly very wet, yet at the same time very familiar. Did you poop yourself? After thinking about it for a minute, I realized it's the same exact smell that happened whenever my dad took a shower. So... It was right then and there I started crying, and I realized, Dad, did you come home to take a shower? (laughs) Really wish you could have stayed, Dad, but enjoy your time up there. So, yeah, my ghost story, not too long after Dad passed away, he came home and took a shower. Okay, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for sharing that, man. I'm sorry that Nick was being a dick during it, but I appreciate you sharing that. I mean... mean he smelled something kind of wet, you know. It's like I know every time I'm you with couldn't you couldn't just you didn't. You whenever couldn't. I'm with you and I hear some or smell something kind of wet, I just assume that you've shoot yourself. <laughs> you couldn't hear what he said and know where the story was going. Work, you know. I mean, pay I attention mean, to the room. Just say, <laughs> really, you're right. gonna tell me that. Read the room, baby. Read the room. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you for the call. Yeah. So now we and, have, and you know, it's funny. Those those kind of things happen a lot, especially right after you know, and, and you know, I, I'm I'm so sorry about your dad passing away, but right after things like that happen, you get little things like that. You get coins that turn up in places, or you get partic- particular smells. Kristen, to this day, will when when you we live in her grandparents' house. Okay, so her grandma's room. So you Every live once in, in her while. grandparents' basement. God damn you. I don't live in the basement, you <laughs> yes, piece you of shit. You live in the basement. I sleep in the basement. You live in the it's basement. cooler down there. Your room. Oh, it was really hot last your night. Your room is in the basement. Because she turned the furnace on because it got so cold. Correct. Your room is in the basement. I don't have a room. There's a room upstairs that I can use that I used to sleep in. <laughs> you're not it's helping. Too hot. You're not helping your case at it's all too saying hot. that you don't have a room. Because I'm, I'm basically saying that you're homeless and that you live with your ex-wife. No, we have and, a house. And, and you, I don't have a room. We have a house. So you, and, and you live in the basement. And I poured DeSorono all over the living portion of that last night. <laughs> you live in the basement. Anyway. So, but when you would go into that room, it's it's actually the front bedroom now that I used to sleep in, but it was so hot. It was down down the chain of vents. So it was like the last room to get any air, and I was just in there just dying because I'm fat and hot. And I don't like sweating when I sleep, so I sleep in the basement. It's at least 10 degrees, 10 degrees cooler than the rest of the house. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Smoking myself out. With I that. know. I'm having trouble talking. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, hold it's on. It's just smoky. But there are still times to this day, and this is 
many years later, 10 years later, 11 years later, Kristen will walk in that room and she'll still get like that, that smell of her grandmother's cologne and like, like she's still in that room. It's really, really strange, but it still happens 10, 11 years later. All right, then. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we have one entry for the contest then. So that's good. We have, we have smoke Ryan, Ryan and, uh, his father showered. Or would it be Ryan slash Thick Smoke? I don't know how we should. We'll just, we'll just say Ryan and his Ryan. father's shower. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, okay. Thanks moving for on. sharing, man. Moving on. Next call. Hey, Nick. Hey, Gator. It's Joey. Hey, Joey. Uh, missed you guys. It's been a, been a bit uh, busy with work. Uh, had uh, quite a few things to take care of over the last several weeks, but caught up on the podcast. Well, good. Heard Clay. Uh, created contest, suggested contest for uh, scary stories, and uh, boy, I got a good one for you. So uh, when I was seven, eight, nine, and ten, uh, spent the summers with my grandparents. They had a big old house in the woods. Um, Those always got to play uh, quite a bit around the area. It's really nice. Um, my aunt uh, had severe schizophrenia, Ooh. and uh, she's great. You know, she was, she was wonderful with me and everything like that. But she'd go through uh, some of her episodes, which would happen, you know, every every several weeks. So moving on here, um, uh, during the, those episodes, I, she lived in the attic, uh, top of my grandmother's uh, old house. And I, I pretty much slept in the spare bedroom. My grandmother and grandfather, they had their own room for the master. And... Uh, you know, middle of the night, uh, probably around 2, 3 p.m. every couple of weeks, she'd go through an episode, come down come down from the attic and just scream, loud shrill, knock me out of the deepest of sleep. And I'm like, you know, her name is Aunt Sue. Aunt Sue, Aunt Sue, what's going on? What's going on? Um, she'd say, they're in the woods, they're in the woods. Flashlights everywhere. These guys are in the woods. They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. So it's pitch black. She pulls me over to the window, and I'm looking. And after a couple times, you start to think that there's someone out there. So I'm I'm kind of freaking out being a young guy like that. And she's just like, you know, kind of pushing me up against the window, like, look, look, look. And she's screaming, like, the shrill, uh, just like so crazy. And, uh, you know, my grandmother hears all this. She She comes in the room. And uh, she turns the light on, and I turn around, and usually she was just buck naked. I mean, this big red bush right in front of my face. And I'm just like, what the hell? And it was just like one horror on top of another. And I'll never forget those times. And, and, and you'd never know, so random, when she would scream like that in the middle of the night uh, and wake me up. Like, like I said, deep sleep, 3 a.m., crazy and then my grandmother would just yell at her like aunt sue get some clothes on get upstairs and she'd just run go upstairs and sometimes she'd even you know just stay in the room uh, when i was trying to fall asleep in the corner just like you know staring at me and like i said she was a great person but when she goes through episodes it was the scariest of times for me he left a second voicemail to okay. finish up this call because i have thoughts Nick Gator, Joey again. I think I fit the entire story in the allotted voicemail time. You're very close, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, stay safe, stay smoky, and uh, 
Thank you. Bye. Okay. I have thoughts. It it sounds like spending the night with you in any hotel room other than the big red bush, because quite frankly, I won't look over at you. So I first don't know what all, you're wearing. First of all, I've never been naked around you. Thank God. For the record, never. Thank God. Can't I'm too scared to look over and find out. Can't necessarily say the same about you. I don't think true. You, you've come danger close. But um, yeah, um, I've yeah. woke up before. I'd been happy that I woke up before you because I was laying in my bed pitching a tent. Dear God. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to determine if this was Joey just like throwing out a funny. I can't tell if he was fucking with us or that was exactly. Real. I was to say I don't know if he was fucking with us or if that like legit. I mean, I was with him all the way up into the naked thing. The naked, I mean, the naked thing. Threw if she me was, off. if if she was, was he saying that his grandma was naked or his no, aunt his was aunt naked? was naked. He'd turn around and be staring at a big red bush. So I could almost believe that maybe that was the case. I can too. Given I the, don't given the know. parameters of the story. The first story, I think, was totally real. The Thick s- Smoke was the telling s- us the truth. The standing I in the corner. I don't know about this. The standing in the corner like and everything. Like sleeves? That's, I mean, that's something you would do. But that's the thing. It's not something I would do. It's something that I have, have had done to you. Had, had, yeah. yeah, I've woken up and had the man in the top hat in the corner. And so, like, Oh, that, my God. What if his aunt was over in the corner naked with her big bush out wearing a top hat? But see, that's that's the thing. That's that's where I'm like going with this. Is like, you know, is it is is, is are, are we just like playing around, or is this an actual legit story here? I mean, I think we have to take him at his word. I mean, it's I'll, Joey. I, it is Joey, and I'll take Joey at his word. But I will say, I'm a little skeptical that maybe. Some well, okay, I was, was some fun was being played. I was with at, you at up expense. to the point there was no punchline, unless the lack of punchline was the punchline. I think it's a real story. Okay. I, no, I was waiting. For, I thought it was a great setup for something that never came. Okay. Well, Joey, we're going to take you at your word. Um, I, I, it was entertaining enough. So, yeah. I'm going to go with it. But It was spooky. All right. We're going we're gonna to move on. on many, I mean, levels of spooky. That's, that's what's really messed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Nick. Hey, Gator. It's me, Dave. Long time. Hey, Dave. I don't know, since I called it, you know. It has been a while. I guess just the uh, constant badgering for phone calls and scary stories and all that <laughs> stuff. Constantly to think of something that was terribly scary in my own life and, and share it with you. And so here's my scary story. I was about 12, and uh, I spent the night at my, my best friend Rick's house. Uh, grew up in some of the suburbs of Chicago. That's scary. And, uh, you know, so I spent the night at the house quite a bit there in Illinois, and... Uh, been in his house all night. About, I guess I was about twelve, and uh, I don't know. It's probably like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, and I see his little brother kind of go down the hall, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I want to go scare his little brother. And so oh, no. uh, I get up, and, and Rick's just kind of hanging out. I go up, and I kind of follow, you know, his little brother down the hall. His little brother goes into his parents' bedroom, oh, no. and he closes the door, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna get him. So I go to the bedroom door, and I like open the door, and I jump in. And all of a sudden, there's his mom standing there naked with her big old saggy mom boobs just flopping every which way, staring at me right in the face, scared the living shit out of me. I jumped. I ran away. I was scarred. I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, 
it scared the crap out of me, guys. It was so scary. One of the scariest things I've ever, I've ever seen that part of. Um, that's my story. And uh, was it supposed to be a ghost story or is it a scary story? Uh, either way. Tomato, tomato. Um, that's my story. I've never... All right, boys. Uh, that's all I got for now. Later. I have, I've never been scared of boobs. I have questions. He followed the younger brother into the room, and yet the mom is standing there, like, naked. Maybe the younger... Okay, to give it the spooky element, maybe the younger brother was actually a shadow person. Maybe it wasn't the younger brother. He just thought it was. Maybe the mom was breastfeeding. We don't know how old the little toddler was. We don't know that it was a toddler. I mean, the kid could have been 12, for all I know. I mean, people breastfeed to different ages. That's spooky. Yeah. Um... Saggy mom boobs. We have a. Theme. I've never been scared of boobs. We have a theme going. We here. got a naked thing going on. We like, do. We have imagine a na- us having yeah, a naked thing. We have a naked theme going on here. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, Dave. Um. <laughs> good to hear from you. I. Uh, I. I. I don't know what to make of that one either. No. But I buy that one. Yeah, I buy that one. But it's not really a ghost story. No, it's traumatizing. They're boobs. Yeah, I like I I heart boobs. I, I mean, you know, but you know, I mean, he's talking about saggy. I mean, are the, are we talking like grape suit? Were they grapefruit in a tube okay. sock? You know, kind of thing. Like, okay, you know, so, so let me let me say or this. Like, you know, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, that was a really funny little like physical bit that I just did there. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I tried to ignore it. So here's the thing, boobs. That I might have seen as a little kid oh as God. being scary probably wouldn't bother me now. I mean, you know, it's a tit. I'm all in. Hashtag free the nipple. All right. So next. Free ne- the nipple. Next call here. Hey, guys. It's Glenn here up in Boston. What's up, man? I have a, I guess it's a more of a scary story. A little disturbing, but I think Nick can associate himself with this one. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. So maybe a couple of times a year, I get like a sleep paralysis, and all I can really move is my head. Uh huh. The one time during one of these episodes, I looked to my right, and there was this short, sort of uh, alien type of guy with a big head, huge eyes, really spiky hair, and his body was like skin and bones. And he had this really long, bony finger. And he started reaching towards me. And I was scared shitless. And all I could do was kind of lean over with my head and bite down on his finger. And I bit. And then he kind of went away. And I was laying there. My heart was racing. I was screaming. At least I thought I was screaming in my sleep for my wife to wake up. And, uh... No luck there, but it was really, really vivid and uh, extremely creepy. So that's my uh, haunted house or haunted scary story for you. Uh, on another note, in terms of uh, interesting cigars that I smoked this week, hey. I was on vacation down in Hilton Head, South Carolina, and I stopped by the only cigar shop that I could find, uh, Carolina Cigars. And I got a, quite a 
good sampling of things. Uh, most notable was the uh, Ashton BSG. Mm-hmm. And then I had a um, uh, La Historia. Uh-huh. And one, a cigar I never heard of Epicrea. before, but the packaging was really interesting. As my wife was describing it to me, it was, uh, I think it was called the Blue and Green. had a nice cedar wrapper around it. Um, smoked absolutely beautiful. I probably, it was a Robusto size. I easily could have got over an hour of it, but uh, unfortunately I had to catch a plane and head, head home, but it was great. So uh, I encourage everybody when you're traveling to seek out these cigar shops and try out things you've never heard of before. Amen. Or, um, may have heard of on a podcast, but never had the chance to buy at your local brick and mortar. So anyhow, that's my story, and have a great rest of your week. Stay smoky, guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. Um, obviously, seeing weird shit in my sleep and everything, it's uh, it's definitely a uh, an ongoing issue. Yeah. And um, Do you know what the blue and green he was talking about? I do not. I don't either. That's the one that I didn't know. I knew the other two, but I don't know that one. And... Um, I'm a little surprised to hear that he said that he only found the one cigar shop in Hilton Head because, I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Hilton Head. Well, I mean, it may have been the one that was close to where he was. Possibly. I just, uh, all I ever hear about the Carolinas is that the cigar industry in in those states are just going crazy. And that, I mean, some of these companies have reps exclusively just for the Carolinas. Yeah. I wonder if our buddy Heather could clue us in on what that blue and green cigar might have been. She might be able to. We'll have to ask her. She's out in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of people going and checking out uh, cigar shops that aren't local, by the to way, them the secret lies like with that, Charlotte. I wanted to, uh, to see give, how many people got that reference. Give yeah. a shout out to uh, one of our parishioners, Ron uh, Burleson, and Ron posted in the parishioners group a wonderful picture of him with broccoli. Rob, he wrote, "Oh, cool." I, he wrote, "I'm in Indiana from San Diego. If not for listening to those two reprobates nick and gator <laughs> reprobates I, reprobates <laughs> annual I, annual I, I never would have known about the final third cigar lounge it's a must-see great lounge wonderful atmosphere i got to meet broccoli rob and he wel- who welcomed me with open arms i come all the way from san diego and i've still been here as many times as gator go figure so anyway he probably didn't get accosted by the police. The point remains that uh, he had a good time, and it's really nice when um, listeners are able to uh, get out and about and check out these places that we, we exactly. know, go to and enjoy. So I'm really glad that you had a wonderful visit to the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Rob and Lisa will always take good care of you. They will. Yep. I mean, not that you'd know. They took good care of me the one day I was there. The one I mean, time. Except, you know, for the other... Patrons the one assaulting time. me. I mean, I had to defend myself. I've never had that problem, but anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, got, you watched it happen, uh, you yeah. dick. You, anyway. I think you were in on the motivation for the assault. No, no. Look at the camera and tell it no, no, no. no. It was all Trey Mac. Um, all right, moving on. Trey we got, Mac. We got another call here. We got another Son call. Son of a bitch. You knew that. No, I didn't know yeah, that. You knew that. You just rolled your ass, Trey. Man. Yeah, so I uh, I got something a little bit spooky that happened to me this past <sighs> week, and uh, so I figured I'd call it in and uh, see if maybe I win a prize here. But Recent. I uh, so I wake up and I walk into the bathroom. It's pretty early, and uh, 
I see, so I'm hearing a little scratching outside the door. And I don't really think much of it. I just figured it's just my dog. Um, My wife's out of town, so he's a little restless. And (laughs) this goes on for another couple minutes. And I kind of forget about it. Now, as soon as I opened that door, my dog had gotten one of my cigars and was ripping it up. (gasps) It was a Kristoff shade grown, and I was kind of pissed. But I uh, I could have saved it if I just listened to that damn crinkle. So, anyways, that's what I got for this week. So uh, it was the cellophane. It was the cellophane. That could be the scariest story I've heard today. To be but I'm saying. Yeah, if I had been doing the cellophane bit the last couple of weeks, he might have realized what it was. Well, I've let a listener down by not doing it. He didn't, and so I mean, I, I you know, you know what my takeaway is from that, right? I got to bring it back. Oh dear God! Anyway, um, yeah. So Turner, all those authority uh, people that are pissed at me. That's uh, yeah, no, uh, that's a spooky story, man. And uh, yeah. I would say um, that if you want to uh, win a prize. Um, I probably need to know your name. Oh, we didn't I, catch a name. I don't believe he said it. We have name. a number. We do have a number. We'll call him Listener 4. Listener. Or Caller 4. Caller 4. Was that our fourth caller? I think it was our fourth call. I don't know. I've we had lost. Thick Smoke Ryan. I've lost track. Joe. Dave. Well, we had Thick Smoke Ryan. Joey. We had Dave. Dave. Then there was... Um, the note here says Glenn from Boston. I don't know. He he said it, and I'll admit it kind of like. I think it was Hart that he said that was, I thought was really cool with the accent. Yeah. Um, so Glenn. Okay. I don't. Did he say his name though? I don't remember him saying his name. Yeah, I missed that. Uh, the, okay, this gentleman has called before and left a call back in September, and he says that it's Danny. Danny. And so, so Glenn and Danny so were the last two. Okay. Danny, so call so. Danny or caller five. Yes. So, all right, and then now we have uh, one more caller here. So we'll go ahead and finish out the calls on the Ask the Voice. This has been great. This has been good. You guys stepped up. I'm I'm really happy. Hey there. Uh, this is sweet Chad. Jesus. Yeah, just kidding. It's uh, Jerry Pulaski here, or <laughs> should I say, Chad Scary Pulaski? Oh, as it turns out, because I have a. Uh, ghost story for you, as it turns out. It happened many years ago to old Jerry Pulaski. Uh, I was trying to quit the bottle, as it turns out, and work on my novel. <laughs> so novel. I took a it's caretaking novel. job at a hotel in Colorado, as it turns out. Uh, long story short, I did not get much of my novel completed. <laughs> Outside of all work and no play makes Jerry Pulaski a dull boy, as it turns out. And repeat, that's all I really got done there. Stay away from the maze. I did have to kill a nosy nelly chef, as it turns out, and I almost murdered my family. (laughs) Boo! It's a scary story for you there, Nick and Gator. Yeah. Probably not as scary as the uh, what the vegetable sees down in the first week of May, as it turns <laughs> out, with a naked gator. But uh, it's valid. that's my scary story. 
stay spooky and stay smoky, as it turns out. I like it. I, I like it. Oh, my God. We were doing so well. Oh, we've got more. Oh, no. So, okay. Hey, Jerry Blasky here again. <laughs> hey, I do want to address the uh, elephant in the room, as it turns out. That is my derelict uh, former relative that called in there. Uh, I really have nothing to say to him. Uh, I never received a package from Master Barnaby, from Master Barnaby there. But furthermore, he needs to ke- keep Barnaby's name out his motherfucking mouth. <laughs> as it turns out, uh, he knows how to contact me, uh, which is through my lawyer, John Quimby there. John and he does not need to drag you two all in through this mud. Uh, he knows how to get a hold of me, and that's that, as it turns out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Other more. Uh, we have one more call from another caller. Okay, here. thank God. So let's just go ahead and finish this. <laughs> Jerry fucking Pulaski. I love Jerry Pulaski. I know he triggers the hell out of some he people. He does. He's worse I, than my cellophane to I the listeners. I love Jerry Pulaski so much. That's what we ought to do. I'm thinking there needs to be a parishioner's poll of like, do you like Jerry Pulaski or do you don't like Jerry? I, well, do, I love Jerry Pulaski. It would be like SNL when they were trying to figure out if they should have uh, Man in the Moon. Uh God, I can't think Andy of his name. Andy Kaufman on. Yeah. If they should keep him on or not, and he got voted off. I Well, that's just a shame. Yeah. So I thought Andy Kaufman was we, really We funny. have one more caller. I was wrong. We have one more caller, so let's go ahead okay. and, and hear that. Hey, guys. This is Noah. Hey, uh, Noah. I just want to call in for if we have uh, any new listeners or ones that kind of carried over from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to just piggyback on what Nick was saying and think of the Cigar Authority as your informational podcast about everything cigars. Yes. Whereas the Cigar Pulpit is not really reminiscent of that. It's more the best example of a cigar lounge in audio form. So if you've ever been to a cigar lounge, you're going to start talking about the cigar you're smoking. And then it's going to branch into other things like um, food, movies, dick and fart jokes, Mm -hmm. or the um, prostitute you picked up in Vegas that may or may not be a transvestite. She was not a Savannah. Stuff like that. Uh, Speaking of splintering off into conversation, as long as I'm on here, I will uh, ask a question. A question. You were mentioning... uh, Bad breakups uh, a couple episodes ago, um, namely with the shrew. <laughs> Hateful shrew. Is, Hateful shrew. What is the meanest way you've ever let a girl down for you and for Gator? <sighs> Keep up the good work, guys. Talk to you later. Um, you know, typically I'm not the one letting anybody down. No, you <laughs> no. Um, You're not the breakup guy. No. 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 I told a girl once at a camp retreat, we were getting all snuggled up, and she was kind of, you know, she was getting real cozy. And I told her, I said, I said, you know, I said, we live really far apart. We're about three, four hours away from each other. And I said, I mean, let's be honest, all this is going to be is a meaningful one night stand. She didn't talk to me anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was a pre-letdown. Well, all right, then. 
Yeah, no, I can't say is I. <laughs> it yeah. was the, one of the douchiest things I've ever done. Yeah. But I was just pointing out that this is going nowhere, but let's have some fun. And, you know, didn't t- t- go over. So yeah, well. no, no, no. It was pretender. I mean, you didn't you didn't ghost her. I mean, no, I pre ghosted her. That's the thing. I, I that's the part of that whole. Uh, I, I hate that. I hate the ghosting where it's like, you know, you're but talking you to do somebody the ghosting to people. No. Oh, yes, you do. Not maybe entirely. not. Maybe not in relationships. But you, I've seen you ghost people. I, you, because wait. you don't like confrontation. Yes. So you'll just you'll just ignore it till it goes away. I've seen that many times with you. Yeah, but not not so much in this context. Like if there's somebody that like I've gone out with a couple times and like the vibes just not there. It's like just be straight and tell them, hey, look, the vibes not there. And are you doing that? I have done all that. the time. You've, you've, okay, I've done that. Do, okay. I've had it happen to me a number of times where I'm just ghosted. Yeah. You know? And then I've also had it happen to me a number of times where I'm told the vibe's just not there. But you you're know. not you're not on the same level. That was the hateful shrew. Yeah. I was not on the same level. Oh, well, I wouldn't want to be on whatever level she was on, personally. Well, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um Yeah. That that was I think she did you a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People tend to just kinda like wander away. Which I will admit has had me wondering, like, what did I do? You may not have done anything. I know. And that's the part that is the, it's the hardest to process. When you look back and you're like, I didn't do anything. But you don't have to have done anything. Except, Everybody's like, at different places nice. in their lives. Yeah, but at least, I don't know. I, I kind of at least appreciate when... So- look, it may suck, but I at least appreciate You never the, watched like, Seinfeld, did you? I mean, periodically, but not they, with any regularity, no. But the it's beauty of, of Seinfeld is it explains to us, like Jerry and George, they would just randomly break up for people because they laughed funny or their hands were too big. Or maybe you dropped their toothbrush in the toilet and don't have the guts to tell See, them, but then had, you won't kiss them again because of it. I've never had it. those issues. Maybe the hate, they've had them with the you. The hateful shrew was there the day that I clogged the toilet and had to like get the plunger and and all. And God, whatever. that should have been the thing that did you in. And it didn't. No. We went out for a whole nother like uh, feels like maybe a month. I don't know or so after that. Yeah, I think the ex boyfriend came back into play in that one. Well, maybe. But I mean, but just, that, that's just know, it. That's not that's a you me. thing. That's a her thing. Well, it is. But apparently, I wasn't on her level. So what it's kind of one of those. What the fuck like, does that even mean? So apparently, it's one of those things that the ex-boyfriend. Really I mean, I don't stand I don't up for I'm not, you I'm not often. Focused. I'm not focused on this. One. I don't stand up for you often. You're normally a target of my insults and ridicule. Yes, but in this case, you did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I didn't. I mean, I didn't most of that's just a joke. Not all of it. I didn't do it. You know, you're target rich, but it it's one of those things where you didn't do anything. I don't know that you did anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Maybe you tried to explain to her that manure isn't such a bad word when you break it down into the mud and the newer. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. The other Ger- one I didn't do anything wrong with was the one... Gervais is laughing his ass off the, right the, now, by the, the way. The friends. I didn't do anything wrong with the friends. What friends? You know what friends. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is the statute of limitations up? It is. We're over 30 days. I can briefly oh my God. touch on Oh, this. my God. Guys, guys, if you haven't been paying attention up to now, like, seriously, <laughs> like, get the kids out of the car... Okay. It's not that bad of a story. It's just it's No, no, but I'm saying they don't want any distractions. No distractions for the story. Oh my god. This is the greatest goddamn thing that's ever happened in the history of ever, and I'm so proud of it. 
And I, oh my God. Oh my God, this is awesome. I forgot. I, if you hadn't brought it up, I'd never brought it up again. I'd completely forgot. Now you have to tell it. I matched with one gal on a Monday afternoon. On a dating site. On, a, on Tinder. Yeah. And, you know, we were kind of doing the chatting thing. On, my soul's on that dancing day. right now. That same evening, at like 11 something at night, this other gal, Matt, like swiped on me. So I looked at her profile and I matched on her and we started talking. And do you, you know, start off these conversations with how you doing? I actually do start off with, hey, how are you? Because I'm not into the cheesy. You're doing the Joey. I don't do the like cheesy opening lines how you and doing? shit like that. Um, which apparently some women are your don't pants like made that. out of glass because I, I can see myself in them. Oh, gross. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Does this rag smell like chloroform? The point is, so I'm, I'm you know, look. Those it, are my openers. It's, it's adult dating. You, you match with multiple people. You talk with multiple people. And eventually, after a while, one kind of rises to the top and you kind of like you know, let the other ones go, and you just focus in on one for a so while. So is, it, is it a situation where the cream rises to the top, like with milk, or just the fat kind of congeals at the top, like soup, when it's gotten cold? We're going to go with the cream, okay? just because the other one sounds gross. Anyway, the point is... Um, yeah, you get that layer on the so, top of the cold soup. Yeah. So, you know, I'm chatting with these two ladies, you know, via text. Yes. And... um. I meet the first one for coffee. Yes. And um, that goes fine. But wait. And wait. No, what? you have to explain what happened during the coffee. Because there's, there's a flip side during the coffee. Nothing happened during the coffee. Nothing? There wasn't anyone else at the coffee shop? Stop. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> you Really? You're not going to tell the whole story? So there happened to be a third person that I was also talking to at the time. And I can't believe this is you not at that, that out. This is not at that coffee. This is we met on a Wednesday for coffee. Then Friday we got together. More coffee? More we started off with coffee over in St. Louis. Well, the third person that I was talking to happened to be at the coffee house while he's on a date with someone else. So that was awkward. Um How'd you explain that away? I said it was a business meeting. <laughs> but anyway. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurts. Well, all three are out of the picture now, so it doesn't matter. At this okay, point. but anyway, back to the initial two. Anyway, um, so, you know, we had coffee, and we went to the art museum, and it was a nice, wonderful day. Had lunch, and that was that. During the course of that day. Yes. She made mention of an incident with her daughter folding up blankets and cursing while she was folding up blankets and it clicked in my mind that i'd heard that story somewhere else and it actually happened to be the night prior from the other girl that i matched with on monday night later in the evening and you i remember, matched hold on you matched with two friends is that what happened here I'm getting to that okay. you sack i'm setting this up so this is on Friday, and this is rolling around in my head, and I'm thinking, no, it's got to be a coincidence. Little kids swear all the time. St. Louis funny, is just a big, small town. And it's town. one of those things. So I go out with the second gal on Saturday, Yeah, and um, we're talking, and through conversation, she references her friend that I'm not going to name um, and tells a few little bits about said friend. And I come to realize that the gal she's referring to 
is in fact the gal that I matched with earlier in the day on Monday and went out with the day prior. And um, also realized through this conversation that that first gal um, was still married and living with her husband. So that was fun. So now at this point, except I don't say anything to the second person, the friend, because I don't know. It's obvious she doesn't know that her friend that there's trouble in paradise is out and about on Tinder. Yeah. Right. And it's not your place to say. It's not my place no. to say. But apparently that was indeed what they felt because on. Sunday- now, hold on. Hold on. Let me jump in here. So Nick explains this to me and some other friends of ours. I- and what was my advice to you? Parlay. Parlay. Work that into a three-way. Which was, like, just bad advice. Um, <laughs> no. It was it was the brass ring, and you were staring at it, and you just left it lay there. No. It was horrible, really <laughs> shitty, wretched advice. <laughs> and so what ended up happening was on Sunday. The you next, ratted yourself out, didn't you? The next you? day, um, yeah, I talked with the initial person, and I said, um, do you know blah, blah, blah? And turns out they're best friends. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe they were into it. I you didn't ask. And then I kind of like brought up the whole, you know, husband thing and whatnot. And, you know, the long and short of it was. No, no, no. We're not going to yada yada this. You said something that fucked you over. I don't remember. It was when you said, I have three choices and I don't know which one to take. And you listed off the choices. Yeah. One was to break up with the friend. One was to break up with the person you were talking to. And two was to break up with both of them. Yeah. That's what fucked you. And apparently um, her response to that was to call her friend and tell her friend everything going on in her life and to like basically reveal the whole situation. Yeah. Because. And her response to you, by the way, you're leaving out was you should know which one of those three you should have done. Yeah. Yeah, which I I contend that's bullshit. Which is kind of shitty to like because throw you your didn't fr- know either yet. No, and and I think it's kind of shitty too because like her friend, the one I went out with on Saturday, was free and clear and single. She was still intertwined. Intertwined. She's saying separated, but she's literally living with her husband. I, I, and yeah. how separated can you be when it come to find out your friends and family don't even know about it yet? Valid. So that's not separated. That's you had a bad argument and you haven't even started anything yet. And you're looking for some strange on the internet. So that it, it so yeah, but anyway, she called her friend, told her friend everything, and at that point messages started to fly and apparently I was a piece of shit for not saying something on Saturday night, which I contend, I contend you did nothing I wrong. I would say again, I contend I did nothing wrong because that was not my news to share. Other than you didn't try for the three-way. You did nothing wrong. Anyway, the point is both of them flamed out that you had a, day. You had an opportunity just and presented to you. Both of them flamed out that day, and apparently somehow I became the bad guy in the situation. Um, you did nothing wrong. Because whatever. But anyway, so I guess the answer to that, Noah, is maybe that's the worst one I did because I was honest and like said, hey, I think I went out with your friend last night. You have a nasty streak of morality. Anyway. Well, let's be real. That had to be addressed because. Oh, it was the elephant in the room. If I would have like continued to pretend like I didn't know at some point, they would have been like, hey, I met this guy 
and then it's like it would have been found out later. You or know. maybe it would have been one of those where, hey, I met this guy. Well, wait, I met this guy. Oh, we're both dating the same guy? Huh. No. I wonder life I wonder what this could be like. Life doesn't work like a fucking porno, Jeff. It doesn't work. That I've way. read enough penthouse forums that I know this could happen. No, it doesn't work that way. I was I was in the trick bag and there was no real way out of it. You and, really were um, in the trick bag. Yeah, the only real solution <laughs> was to break up with both of them. They just kind of took it upon themselves to to do that themselves. I contend you should have at least gone for it. So because if you if you were gonna be the pig in the situation, be the pig. No, why not? Let's just put it this way: I'm much happier now that that's past me. So yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm okay now. So anyway, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. You can uh, give us a call on the hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. And um, I'm trying to think, Jeff. I'm trying to think ahead here. So this episode's going to come out on Friday. Yeah, we're doing a Tuesday show on a Friday. We're having all the Tuesday well, bits. And the thing is, you had an interview for Tuesday, and that's the other. And I've got another one for this next Tuesday that I'm recording tomorrow. Okay. And then you and I are recording an episode Saturday. Yes. So it depends on what order we put them Friday. out. Friday. So theoretically, I, this might be it. These might have been the calls. These might have been the spooky stories. We'll see if we get any more. If we get any more, we got to play them ahead of time. Well, we are we picking or are the listeners picking? I forget how we decided to do it. I don't. I did we do, decide to do a poll? I don't remember. I think so. I think we decided. Let's just to do say a poll. we're going to do a poll. We're going to do a poll on the parishioners but, group on but Facebook. Dude, we said that Saturday was the deadline for calling in stories. Yeah. If we get any more, we'll figure out how what, to work them in. What is Friday next week? The twenty eighth. Yes, that's when we're doing our. We're, right. we're going to well, announce the winner right. then. It, well, because uh, we're not going to have calls for Tuesday because I'm going to have that interview. It's going to be another flip thing next week. Well, maybe you have to work the calls in at the beginning or into the interview. That's not going to happen. Well, we'll see if we get any more. If we don't get any more, it's a moot point. It is a moot point. It's a moot yeah, point. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. Call the hotline. Air Thanks code for the calls. 863 I can't believe you told that story. That's awesome. So I'm down to the final third of the uh, Rocky you're Patel way, um, I started Unica. after you, but you're way ahead of me. Well, the other thing is I've been smoking it fast because I've been trying to get past that void, and I finally did, and uh, the final third of the damn thing. And This is a used cigar, finalthird.com. It's, uh, yeah, I was, well, was going to talk about Broccoli Rob here in a second, but it's, uh, it's definitely um, a smoky cigar. It's producing a Tis. lot Tis of Tis a smoky cigar. And... Um, you know, it's not. It, it is a me cigar, and, and this it, comes to us from our friends over at mymonthlycigars.com. It does. What is my monthly cigars, Nick? That's a good question, Jeff. This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code Pulpit and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code Pulpit. Say it with us. Thanks. Thanks. Offer code Pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T. You get that daily press. Don't forget press. about fucking good coffee. Yeah. Say. Daily press. 
Whatever. The lounge blend, too. I mean, it's good, but get the daily press. Stomping. But it's anyways. ours. Well, speaking of the final third of the cigar, the final third does come to us from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Broccoli Rob and Isaiah over there slinging out, um, you know, drinks and cigars and having a good time. They and, are. Uh, speaking of Final Third Cigar, it's time for Final Third Friday. We've got another uh, pairing from Broccoli Rob and Isaiah. So why don't we go ahead and get to that? Giddy up. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Welcome back to Final Third Fridays. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Rob. And today, we're pairing the 1502 Anniversario 10, the 10th anniversary, with the uh, Backbone. It's the uncut single barrel release that they re- they actually finished this in an Applejack barrel yeah. from Laird's Applejack. It's 122 proof. Yep. Absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. And we've so, got a lot of it here at the bar for you to come in and try. Yeah. The 10th anniversary is an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper on with a Mexican San Andreas binder and Nicaraguan fillers. And it's been a stellar pairing. Yeah. Yeah. Getting into the cigar when you first light it up, that, that initial retrohale, you get a lot of black pepper spice. You get a lot of the earthiness, leatheriness. Um you get some of that um, cinnamon kind of note to it. Um, what was the other note you were getting early on? Um, uh, there was early, something else you were getting early there on. Too. There was almost like a vanilla bean ice cream in the uh, in in the finish in the finish of the uh, of the whiskey. But on the cigar, there was quite a bit of cedar. Yeah, cedar was the other thing too, for sure. And then the uh, the whiskey itself, you, you get that apple note. It's like it's like kind of like an apple a la mode type kind of thing going yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. you're getting the uh, the apple, the cinnamon spice, but it's very sweet. Uh, you get into the whiskey after after you smoked a little bit, and you get more of the. Um, it's almost a um, the the uh, um, apple pie feeling filling. Yeah, um, but then you're adding like a little bit of the ice cream in there, a mm. little bit of the caramel kind of note to it. Yeah, and even the graham cracker. Yeah, on the palate, especially in the first third, and even continuing into the second third of the cigar, there's an umami note that's almost uh, like what I would think of mushrooms. Yeah, but uh, it, it's very not, light. It's still playing into that desserty quality with the whiskey, and like a lot of whiskey pairings, we do this whiskey continues to get sweeter and sweeter as the cigar goes on and gets into those darker, those more full-bodied notes. Yeah. Uh, the cigar is pulling a lot of those cinnamon and nutmeg qualities still staying with that cedar, um, but spices died down in the second third, and it, it's nice. It's kick. It's going to kick back up in, in the final third of the season. Yeah, and right now in the second third, I mean, it's definitely got that that apple apple dumpling kind of thing going there. Um, you get a lot of the sweetness of the apple, the carameliness out of the whiskey. Yeah. Um, almost citrusy, but not quite getting to the citrus part yet. Um, but creamy, um, very, very um, smooth with like a, a vanilla note. And then the cigar just pops it with all the, um, the cedar, the earth. Um, even a little bit, a little bit of black pepper on the nose, but not a lot yet. Yeah, not a whole um, lot. But it will pick back up here in the final third as well. In the final third, you can expect more of those baking spice notes, more cedar, uh, turning into a red pepper on the retro hail. Yeah. And and the whiskey's just going to continue to get sweeter for you. Yeah, it really does. It really does. This this bottle is is a um, special release bottle that they did. 
Um, I, this is the first. I think this. What we determined. This is the first barrel finish that that backbone has done that, that we remember. It's the first one I've seen. I've not remembered any other ones, and it is actually probably my favorite backbone at this point right now. Yeah. Um, very good bottle. Haven't seen it in the stores. I'm oh. sure it's been out there somewhere. I mean, I've gotten a couple cases in here. Uh, but again, you can come in here and get this pairing. I think you're going to be probably sitting about that mid twenties range on the pairing yep. once we have the discount going. Um, very good pairing. Like I said, it's not going to be a super strong pairing. This is a medium to medium full cigar. Starts off a little bit more full, finishes more medium. Once you get to the final third, it does kick up closer to a, a medium full, but not super strong. Um, but it really pairs nicely with the whiskey. Um, Again, this whiskey is perfect for it. This honestly, this cigar probably goes with about any whiskey you want to try. I could imagine. I could see so. this being good with an Irish, a Scotch. Well, I smoked one of these with an old Forrester barrel proof the first time I had ever had it, and I was blown away. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the the cigar that just came out this year after PCA, I believe, and. Um, I bought five, six boxes. We sold all of those in less than a week, so yeah. I ended up buying another 20 boxes. Yeah. And they're selling great. So stop in here and grab this. I think you're going to enjoy it. Again, it's 1502 um, Anniversary 010. Um, you can get them here at Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge along with the um, Backbone Applejack finish. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. And follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar or finalthirdcigar.com on the website. You can check out there and check out some reviews as we continue to get those going. Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks a lot, guys, and we will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Well, thanks, guys. We really appreciate the uh, pairing there from awesome the Final as Third always. Cigar and uh, Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. And uh, now that we have that bit of business out of the way, let's move on. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. Okay. Are you, are you remotely ready? I am. Okay. I have to pull up my pictures because I took pictures on purpose. Okay. So I'd have them. Well, I'll go ahead and do my first one. And uh, my first one is one that I smoked... Um, over at Santino's in, uh, South County. And, um, it's one that, um, Mike over there at Santino's gave me. And it is from Drew Estate. It is the Liga Pravada H99 Connecticut Corojo. Uh, it's the Phineas Gage, a 7x40 Lancero. Oh, okay. And it's an event cigar that, um, Drew Estate has. It's one that you only get at Drew Estate events. And guys, let me tell you, like this thing was a freaking spice bomb. It was just an amazing cigar. Super strong uh, flavor to it. Strong body as well. And uh, it was just a really, really good cigar. I really enjoyed it. And kind of wish Drew Estate would make that a regular like production deal and not just an event cigar because it was it was a tasty cigar that I would like to be able to maybe enjoy more frequently. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I, I don't believe I've ever had that. I don't know if you'd like it. Really? Is it too meaty? It's a bit meaty. Definitely bit, a you cigar, bit I'm meaty, guessing. Bit meaty, bit spicy, yeah. Fair enough. I had, and I may I may have talked about this on the last one, but I've had, I bought a couple of them. I had one of the uh, CLE. Okay. It's the uh, yellow band. Okay. 
the Connecticut. Kind of a yellowish-orange band. Yeah. Yeah. Good cigar. But I had that the other day and really uber enjoyed that. Well, there we go. My next cigar is one that I had chilling out at Riverman the other day, and it is a Diamond Crown Julius Caesar. I had it. In I saw the, the picture of that yeah. in the Toro, and fantastic cigar. I mean, I was having a really good day that day. I kind of wanted to chill out and relax with something nice, and so I spent a little bit extra. Got the Julius Caesar. Really did enjoy that. Great cigar, and would highly recommend. Comes it. to us from our friends down at uh, JC Newman, indeed. I believe. Yep. Indeed, it does. So, and again, I think I may have talked about these, but I, I. You know me, I kind of run home to what I know, and I bought a few of these um, oh, a couple of weeks back, broke into the humidor, but I had that uh, Asylum 13. Okay. I know I've talked about these on the show. I don't remember if it Probably. was in this segment or something else, but that Asylum 13, it was also the, the orange band, the Connecticut. Okay. Really good cigar. Really enjoyed it. Okay. So, well, and then. I apologize if I've talked about these on the last show or a couple of shows before, but I've, I've, I had bought, you know, a couple, three of them, and I've been enjoying them. Okay. Um, my last one is one that, uh, I also smoked over at Riverman the other day. One that I have mentioned many times here on the cast. Uh, kind of one of my regular go-to cigars. Um, it was the, uh, Aladino Classic in okay. the Toro size. Um, haven't really done too terribly much smoking this week, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, I had my son this past weekend and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't smoke cigars when, He's with me. When he's in the and, car with uh, you or yeah. Well, even at home, I mean, realistically, I don't I don't smoke anything then and um it's uh saving you some money. Well, yeah, and it's kinda of one of those deals where, you know, even when he goes to bed at night, um inevitably he'll wake up and like come transfer to mine. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that I don't and also, quite frankly, I need to go to bed when he goes to bed because that kid gets up so damn early yeah. that if I stay up and have a cigar after he goes to bed, it's it just haunts me the next day. So when he, when I've got Max, I tend to just, you know, Fair enough. not smoke on those nope, weekends. So, I get that. So I really haven't done a lot of smoking this week. So And then for my third, running home to another one that I talk about a lot on the show, but uh, it's the Perdomo, the uh, Lot 23. Just... Just an incredible cigar for the price point. It's it's you can't match it. You for can't sure. beat it. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's been three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week, which means now it's time. Adrian Pulaski here. We all need to live united, as it turns out, but one unfortunately must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars there. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Graflo, Mantosa, and Terranova. In the highly acclaimed Edabe, Byron, and Bandolero there if you're feeling fancy. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United. United Cigars, as it turns out. I like the feeling fancy. That's a nice addition. Feeling fancy. Feeling yep. fancy. So, for the one must go here, we have people that do obnoxious things. And so, so me. Well, no, I don't think you do I'm in any that of ca- these things. I'm in that category. I don't I'm think, obnoxious. No, no, I don't think you do any of these things. So we have three. We have three types. So you're saying of, I'm not obnoxious. I'm Thank not you. saying that, but I'm saying you don't do these things. So we have three types of people here. The first, people who talk to you in restrooms. Okay. The second, people who make meetings to make meetings. 
Oh, God. And the third, people who drop trash in public. Oh, my God. And so I can we, only get rid of one of them? And you only get rid of one of them. I want to so get rid of all three of them. You either have bathroom talkers. When, okay, when I'm in the bathroom. meeting makers, or you have It's all bugs. business. Well, yeah. Yeah. You stare straight ahead. You do your thing. You get out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. I'm not chatty when I'm in the stall. No. Or or even when I'm at the urinal. I'm, no. I'm not a chatty Kathy then. No. No. no it's not my no. thing. It's it, it goes against guy code to be chatty in the bathroom. It does, kind of. Yeah. Now, I think girls go in there just to. You know, I, yeah, there's a lot of chatter that goes on yeah. in the ladies' room, but but men's room, I mean, no. What I mean, was number two? Uh, people who make meetings to make meetings. God, I hate those people. I don't. I don't really care for meetings. No, you only like, have a meeting if you have to have a meeting. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of meetings can be solved just by email or texting or, you know, at most a phone call. Yeah, we don't really need to be having no all the meetings that we no. have. And I kind of thought COVID took care of that, but. Unfortunately, it's crept back. They still pop up. Yeah. yeah. And then the and last, last but one, not least, litter bugs. You know, I'm going to go with litter bugs because you know me. In, in, for all my eccentricities, I'm really a conservationist at heart. You know, I'm a hunter, um, also a gatherer. I'm a gardener as well. Dear God. I just, I like doing stuff outside. Okay. And when I see somebody litter going down the highway, it just infuriates me. So, yeah. You're going with litter bugs. I'm going. I'm going. I we have to get rid of litter bugs because they're they're damaging the planet. You know, I want a pristine environment, and, and we don't have that. I know, and I I agree with you. I really hate litter bugs. I think I gotta go with people who talk to you in the bathroom. That's worse than littering up the planet. I mean, it doesn't happen. We were just talking the other day. It doesn't day to happen often. About the giant island of trash I know in the Pacific. That. It doesn't happen often, but realistically, when it happens, it's like the worst, most awkward thing. It is. And see, and I also have a shy, a shy bladder. So, like, if someone's yakking at me, like, awesome. I'll be standing at the urinal for, like, 20 fucking minutes because, like, you know, I can't pee. Oh, if I got to pee, I just pee. I don't care. I mean, it's it just like that's, you know, and I, I know I have to. It's funny. But you it say just that. does it. But like, you because know, but yeah, I've talked about this on the show. I have an aversion to public toilets. Well, yeah, like I would rather I would rather stop on the side of the road and walk into a cornfield to pee or take a dump than I will <laughs> to go to like a public toilet. It's so fucked up. What? I, <laughs> you never want to you never want to come in and sit down on a warm toilet. No. No, a warm toilet seat is horrible. Yes. And anybody who argues with me, they're just wrong. They, because, they are wrong. Because a warm toilet seat means somebody else was just there. Yeah. And, and what were they doing? And that's just not, well, you know yeah. what they were doing. And you don't want to. And they could have been doing other things, too, but I don't want to know. Uh, I don't want to think gross. about what they were doing. Yeah, no. So people I, are savages. I, I would have to say I would go with the people who talk in bathrooms. Okay, I, then. I think that that's. I mean, litter bugs, look, litter bugs are bad, but people who talk in bathrooms, man, that's just, that's a social faux pas I just can't deal I'm, with. I'm going with litter bugs. It infuriates me when I see it. Like, I want to pick up the trash and chase them down and put it back in their car. Like, I get that okay. upset about it. All right. Well, I guess we're not quite on the same page on this one, no. but that's okay. No, we're close. The One Let's Go segment is brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. Yes, we yes, do. As it turns out. Yes, we do. All right. Well, that's been uh, the United Cigars. Well, dude, this has been a show, man. It has been a show. Yeah. We've, we've gotten some stuff accomplished. Yeah. Said, I like it. Said some things. 
said some things, told some stories. Told, told some we stories. actually held a couple of things over that we're going to talk about on the next show. We got a couple of pins and some things. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. You already talked about my whole to-go box thing. That I, I still think there's some really nasty childhood trauma there that you're covering up. Oh, no, I just, I, I don't know. God, I'd like I to have a psychologist delve into don't that. Don't want to waste it, you know. But you so, do waste it. I know, but I don't want them to know I'm wasting it. When you're done eating, be done eating. You don't have to fake. I was, or I it, am. It's not like they're going to take it back and they're going to show adding- it to the chef and say, look, he only ate half of his pasta primavera. You don't know that. They're not doing that. They might. They're just going back, dumping it, and throwing it in the wash. They basin. very well might. They don't do that. I'm just saying. That's not even a thing. I, you don't know that. It's not like you're sending it back. You're just saying, hey, I got full. You don't know. Yeah. 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 Everyone knows, but you. I don't know. It's kind of messed up. So. so. All right. Well, uh, we're available on Instagram. We at, are. At uh, the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. It's my page. I might eventually post something. I would say you never post anything. And then we're on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group. And uh, quite a few of you have been joining up, and we appreciate that. We do. But, we're over uh, 400, I think, but, on there now. But, it's you awesome. know, now, uh, get in on that, because... The uh, poll. The poll. Very soon, we're going to be having a poll about uh, the spooky stories, um, two of which involve naked people, and yeah, one of which involves biting the finger on an alien or something. Yeah. I hope I that know. was a it's, finger. I, I was know. wondering about that appendage. Yeah, I don't know. but uh, We're going to go with finger. We're going to go with finger. And then... Uh, Anyway, so just find that and jump in on that. And then we're on Twitter where I don't really do much of anything. We're on YouTube where you can watch this. And we, again, need your calls. Area code 863-874-0000. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Indeed. This has been another sermon from the... Oh, well, wait. Before we go. What? Wait, final what? thoughts on the uh, Rocky Patel Unica. I like it. It's a he- it's a meatier cigar than I would normally smoke. It's it's a it's a fairly meaty. It had heavy good flavor cigar. though. It's very flavorful. It did. Um, I did not have the burn issues. I you had, had burn issues because of the tunneling. That was my biggest issue. Is you know the the void. You got a bad one because I have not experienced the that. The void at all. in the tobacco went from pretty much right just past the light and all the way through the first and second third. It was yeah. finally in the third 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 that the final third if you will yeah that uh you should have just swapped you know, with me i'd have been fine with i it. was not gonna swap cigars that's disgusting that's just disgusting i wiped it off um anyway that that was my issue but otherwise i mean by and large it was a decent cigar there you go so and again it came to us from our friends at mymonthlycigars.com indeed so that's uh that's that that's it that's well that. guys and as his hat indicates we're coming to you from the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. We really appreciate them sponsoring the show, along with all of our other sponsors as Indeed. well. And uh, otherwise, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. That was a show. It was a show. It was a show. It was a show.